In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly and Andrew Fiore. The time has come again. A champion must Sean Donnelly, and I am one of the hosts of your favorite podcast, my favorite podcast, and even my, my co-host's favorite podcast, Andrew Fiore, ladies and gentlemen. How oh, are you, you're, you're darn tooting on that one, buddy. I am good. Thank you very much. And, Great to be here. Good to see and you. Tell them what it is, man. It is the DYM Podcast. The DYM Podcast. We are so, we've been having so much fun. We took a week off. We did like our uh, a vacation week. I was away in the Hamptons because I'm a big shot. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a multi-millionaire secretly. I haven't told anybody, but um, no. Oh, my give the fam- kid alone. <laughs> You'd be like Robert Wool and Batman. Can I have a grant? I remember that as a kid. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I first saw Batman. I didn't know what a grant was when you when you were little. Did you know what a grant was? No, right? No, I, I I do remember what you're talking about too, and I remember it being like a cool, funny adult banter and yes. just kind of. Pretending like I knew what they were talking about. Yeah, I remember thinking, "Oh, that's great," and then, I, and then I'm like, "I don't know." I, in my head, I was like, "I have no idea what a grant is." Yeah, and that yeah. that that movie was for uh, was for kids for the most part. So I don't yeah. know why they're putting these big these big giant SAT words in a fucking movie for twelve year olds. But I loved it. I saw it right yeah. in the theater. And, and my brain apparently grant is an SAT word that shows where I'm coming from. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. That's actually a good, I wanted to ask you, buddy. First off, oh, how are you? I'm doing, doing very well. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing, uh, I'm doing, I'm doing good. Actually. I have a lot of stuff going. I'm moving, which I told Getting ready you. For the big move. Oh, the big, big move, baby. Oh, the big move. Oh, the big race. Oh. Um, so I, oh, but I did want to ask you this. Have yeah. you seen, the Batman trailer. I sure have. And let me ask you before I tell you what I think, what is your thoughts, Andrew Fury? It looks good, I think. I like the darkness of it. I think it's going to be gritty, which I like in my Batman universes. I agree. Um, I think Robert Pattinson is going to be a good Batman. We'll see how he is as a Bruce Wayne. Yeah, because uh, that's the two different. Like Christian Bale was a great Bruce Wayne, and he was a great Batman. Michael Keaton was a great Batman and a great Bruce Wayne. So yes. Ben Affleck, better. Not Bruce so much. Wayne-ish. Yeah, that was kind of a weird one. But uh, to me, the casting of Ben Affleck and those other ones. First off, I never, I don't like those anyway, and I have a couple. No, of that reasons. was not a great movie overall. But also, the casting of Ben Affleck seems so forced to me, and now, and like, it just seemed like. He, because he was involved in the making of it, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll just make myself Batman." That was that wasn't as exciting as other castings of Batman have been. Right, right, right. Uh, but, but the other reason is because I think after okay, so the first Batman, nineteen eighty nine, you had Jack Nicholson, and like that's fine. But once you had those Christopher Nolan dark noir type Batmans, that's what it should be. 
Yeah. And, and you could do different variations because this even seems like its own thing. It doesn't seem exactly like Christopher Nolan's at all, but right. it's more real world based. It's, uh, and it's, it looks really, really good and really creepy. And I, I'm hoping it, it holds on to it and, and yeah. it, it lives up to the trailer. But I will say this, you know, it's so funny because that trailer came out and then right at the same time, the Snyder cut for Justice League came out. No. And in full disclosure, I didn't see Justice League. I don't, I don't like Zack Snyder movies. I, I, I just don't. Yeah. So, kind of with you. So, uh, I, I think he got that guy, I know he's had some troubles in his life. I, I know he had a problem with his child or whatever it was. I think mean, either got sick or passed. I feel bad for the guy. I'm sure mm. he's had probably a decent dude. But he's, when it comes he's to the Bruce movies, Wayne of, uh, of directors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but tell me, tell me what, tell me a Zack Snyder movie that's good. I couldn't even rattle a few off the top of my head. Even, even like, 300, I'm not into. I, I, uh, I never even thought about the way he makes movies takes me out of the movie. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. bring me in at all. Yeah. Uh, but if you put, what I wanted to say was the, if you put those trailers back to back, you see the difference. Like you see what that world is like quasi campy, uh, like a big budget, like, like make it like very technological, very like, you know, like even like, um, even one of the bad guys in the trailer of the Zack Snyder cut is, is, is a machine. Like it's very, very big high end type, like blockbuster type trailer, as opposed to like still big budget, but we're going to, we're going to take it down a notch. We're going to make it a little bit more brass tacks. We're going to yeah. make it a little bit more like um, a bare bones, if you will, right, bare bones, right. more about the story, more about the, 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 the dark feeling of it. And, and that's what, because even the fight scene in the Batman trailer looks really cool, dude. Yeah, like, it looks great. I'm really excited. I hope it doesn't disappoint. I would love to see some ancillary DC characters that uh, we haven't maybe seen yet. Maybe like a Solomon Grundy or, uh, you know, like they kind of did that with Bane. Uh, yeah. I, they absolutely did it with Bane. But uh, maybe maybe another Penguin. Is Penguin in this? We don't know. Uh, we, I don't know. I know the – is the Penguin – Paul Dano? No, Pe- Paul Dano is the Riddler. Yeah, which and I think, think will be good. I think the Penguin might be Colin Farrell, from what I remember. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. all right. So that's cool because I I like to explore those other guys. We've had a lot of Joker, and I'll always take a Joker. Batman. Yeah, but, but Joker's like, been but it's been done to death at this point. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, yeah. So yeah, I'm excited, man. I, I watched it and I it got me excited for it. I can't wait. Even if you look at how like, I love the way the look of everything, like even this seems like early Riddler, like from the trailer, yeah. even the notes that he's leaving are like just done with like RSVP letter. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like envelopes and um, written very, like very hastily. And like they, they actually, they're trying to give it some edge, you know? Yeah. So I, yeah, Robert Pattinson, I think from the trailer made me uh, get more into the idea of him as Batman. I, when I first was announced, I kind of was with everybody else where I was like, that's kind of ridiculous. But now I'm like, he's yeah, a good actor guy. though. He's a good actor. Good actor, yeah, yeah. People just think of him as like emo. My buddy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, my buddy, he's, my buddy. He's like, he's like emo. Bat- Batman's already emo, but then Robert Pattinson makes Batman so much more emo. <laughs> my buddy John Capola was like, what's he gonna, what's he gonna listen to in the Batmobile? The Smiths all day. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> just, just Batman, just, just riding, driving the Batmobile to a My Chemical Romance concert. <laughs> <laughs> that it is might that, help it. They really wait, speak to me. Wait, wait, did they get a load of death care for you? <laughs> <laughs>
Um, so yeah, but I thought it was pretty funny because, like, if you think about it, emo, like Batman is already emo. Like he's like the yeah. patron saint for all the goth kids. So it's like, oh yeah, actually, no, I shouldn't say that. The crow was. The oh, crow the crow, was the absolutely, yeah, the crow. The crow, the crow sure. was like the gothic 100%. kid, like hero, you know, Pied Piper, or whatever. One hundred percent. Um, but yeah, but I'm excited. For, I mean, I'm excited. I, I I'll watch besides some of the DCs. Like I haven't seen Justice League. I won't watch Aquaman. It just, I'm telling you, I, just, I don't get interested in those. I watched yeah, Shazam. I Shazam was great. Shazam was fucking good. Yeah, a little long, but Shazam, I like long, it overall. A little long, but it, like, they, they kind of nailed it with the tone, I think. Uh, and But as far as, but I'll watch, like, Batman's, I've watched those Bat, I'll watch whatever Batmans there are. Like a Batman, Batman movie. I'll, I'll, I'll always give a Batman a chance. Yeah. Um, now let me ask you this. When is the, is that going to come out in the theaters? Or what's the premiere date for this flick? No, I think yeah, I think it's theaters 2021, but they they're very vague about it. And the tra- the trailer, I don't think they know. That's why the trailer has like question mark uh wait, one question mark slash 21 question mark like it's, oh that's it, it, right yeah. I'm yeah, seeing yeah, yeah. uh, October 1st 2021, which is way off. Whoa, Over is that when it's coming out? That's I just googled it and that's what Variety said. Oh well, that was way back in April, so maybe we'd have it. Um, oh, but that then it's probably far. You know, they, you know what would be cool if they did? They did it in the Riddler question marks. I think know. they did. Oh, that was the whole. This is why I'm think. in the industry, Sean. <laughs> Big ideas like that. We need you to be. You, you, we need you as a multimedia I'm, designer. I'm Captain Hindsight, like at South Park. <laughs> hey, man, you know who loves question marks is the Riddler, and I think <laughs> he's in the movie. So I think we should. I'm, I'm uh, thinking maybe. a tie-in. I'm thinking maybe they use that as like, you know, the Riddler as like a thing with the question marks. <laughs> ah, well, that's good, man. You got the big move coming up. That's exciting. Got the big move. I'm I'm becoming a big boy. You you're already grown up. You're 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 a grown up. You have your own apartment, Andy, and I. Um, yeah. I do not. I am. I have a roommate who I I love very much. Is my buddy Robert Dean, very funny comedian. Love Robert. But it's Dean. time. I'm an old man, Andy. I have to live by it's myself time, at some bud. point. It's time. I gotta. I gotta put my big boy pants on and walk into my big boy apartment. Absolutely. Tom Petty says, "Time to move on. It's time to get going." Time to move on. Time to get going, baby. But but I uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. And uh, you know, have only- you ever lived alone? Uh, in your adult life, you were married, and then you had a, a roommate. Have you? I. It's been a while I, since you've been on your own. I've never lived alone in my life. Wow, ever. Well, I went to Manhattan College for a year, and I had roommates. And then I got back, and I went to community college in Hunter, and I commuted. So college wasn't me living alone at all. Yeah, yeah. And then besides that, I went back home and then always had roommates, and then I was married. And then now it's uh, just it's going to be me by myself. That's why wow. I'm excited. Yeah. I think you're going to embrace it and love it. I, yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. i got to be honest. Now, are you going to get the uh, the 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 Rickles involved. Can you have, no, uh, I don't know if I can have him, but he, he's so used to my mom's. It's quieter there. Yeah, that's true. Be he nice. loves it. He's, he, you know, Rickles, I, uh, I don't know if you mentioned it before on the show. He is not, he's doing okay right now, but we know that he has cancer. Yeah. So, uh, he doesn't, I don't know how much longer he has. Like his demeanor right now is actually, he's a little bit slow going because he's older and maybe because he's sick, but you wouldn't know there's much of a day. He's still eating. He's still walking around. He's still hanging out, but he sleeps a little bit more, but he, but I I think it's going to hit him at some point. Yeah. Maybe don't uproot him to a one bedroom apartment. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And my mom is by herself. She loves having him, man. You know, yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I went with my old cat. You know, uh, I moved into a place and stupidly didn't look at the lease. 
just assuming I could take him. And then she saw me bringing his cat carrier and she was like, Oh, no pets allowed. I was like, all right. And it worked out for the best. Cause now he lives in a, in a house in Jersey and he's my mom's pal and they love each other. And he would never come back to apartment life ever again. I just realized this. Are you a cat person more than a dog person? Oh, absolutely not. <gasps> no, no, you're not. Okay. No, 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 no. Easy to take care of. It's just, yeah, you know what? And it was also me kind of, I love animals. And when uh, a coworker found him, they already had like three cats. They were like, we're just trying to give him a good home until we can find him a place to live. And out on whim, I just went, I'll take the guy. Because cats are easy, and I did live in a one-bedroom apartment. Uh, yeah. Was it a so kitten when you got him? He was a, Yeah, he was a kitten. He was about six months old. He was a little yeah. baby. And uh, I named him Quint, of course, after Very Robert nice. Shaw's. Is he still I, called Quint? Still called Quint. My whole yeah. idea that I had since I was in college was that I wanted a, I wanted two dogs and a cat. And I wanted to name them the Jaws Trio. I wanted to name the dogs Brody and Hooper. And I wanted to name the cat Quint. Because I just thought that would have been a very That's cool. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. And Brody and Hooper are great dog names. Great dog names. Two syllables, real easy. Yeah, the dog would be able to understand it, no problem. Yeah. Uh, and also, I don't think I've ever heard anybody with a dog the, named in their dogs at the Jaws characters. Right? This is my idea, everybody. Yeah, you're trademarked. It's like seven. You have set your seven trademarks. <laughs> it's funny though. So, uh, so I'm going away with my, with my Villanova friends for Labor Day weekend. We're renting a couple of houses in Rhode Island, and you've met my friend Brian Daniels. And yes. His son, he was telling us, is about nine years old and is the biggest Jaws freak. He's like, he's like, I love the kid loves Jaws, and That's I didn't awesome. even put two and two together. His son's name is Brody. Really? And it's they didn't name. Wait, it. Was that on? Was that on purpose? No, no, it's just a coincidence that his name is Brody, and now he loves Jaws. Oh, that's so funny! Isn't that great? I wonder if it was like if there was like some sub subcontext there where like they watched it during the pregnancy. And, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm Brody. I'm Brody. <laughs> I'm Brody now. As a as a fetus, he's like I'm Brody. <laughs> they had like a, they had like a, a six a, like, a, like a, some kind of weird apparition telling them name him Brody maybe name him Brody well so Joe's one of those movies like you can't go wrong I don't know you know it's there's nobody that I don't think you've ever heard anybody say I don't like the movie Jaws I don't think I've ever heard anybody say it it's really that actually would be a, that's a good um, I would question somebody's character that's a good that's a good thing to talk about movie wise is. What movies are universally not loved, at least liked? Yeah, I would like like The Godfather might be that's one. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Goodfellas. I bet you could find movies. some people who don't like Goodfellas. I bet you could really? find some people. Yeah, just because they go, ah, yeah, it's too much of the the Guido Italian. I get it. I bet you could find those people. Godfather is different. I, it's very, it's a little more artsy. I feel like. See, I figured Godfather would be, be more, more people would be uh, uh, adverse to it because it's older and they might be like, oh, it's an old movie. A Goodfellas is, is modern enough where they're like, oh, yeah. I'm into this. But maybe Great you're question. right. Man. People just don't like that genre at all. But well, how many movies out there where it's like everybody agrees this movie is at least good? Like everybody agrees. Yeah. And there's, there's not many probably. It's There's not, not many. many at all. You know? Yeah, universally. But Jaws, but Jaws mm-hmm. is one of those movies. 
E.T. maybe was pretty universally loved. E.T. I gotta be honest, I'm not a huge fan of. It. I know it's a good movie, but I I'm never not either. Out of the I'm Spielberg not, canon, not. No, I not never thought it was that. You know, uh, I, I read something today. Uh, there, uh, a new P.T. Anderson. Really coming out, baby. Yeah, they're working oh, on it now. This makes my day. Apparently, there's some. Uh, they they a collider article I was trying to send to you. I saw one thing that somebody spotted Bradley Cooper on the set. Yeah, and they, it's like, and they think it might be set in the '70s because they it was like a '70s style set. Ooh! So I'd love to find uh, find out what that's about. You know, it's it's oh, also which kind of interesting. Uh, it's it's um it's uh, the the fake name for it, the nickname for it, like I keep it under wraps, is Soggy Bottoms, which reminds me of Oh Brother Where Art Thou. So I'm wondering, it's like I wonder if it has anything to do with anything, you know? Soggy Bottoms, the Soggy Bottom Boys, and 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 uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. This isn't a baggy pants farce. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, were you the one who was saying that guy died in a weird yeah, way? The yeah, the Moyle died in not great circumstances. His, like, remains were found in a car in the woods. Something, like, bad happened to Something Moyle. crazy happened. Like, I think he went, fell into a ditch or, or was put in, pushed into a ditch or something. Yeah, which is a shame because as we've gone down this rabbit hole before, maybe the best one-off character of all of Seinfeld history. Absolutely. Him, Philip Baker, speaking of Paul Thomas Anderson, Philip Baker Hall, very heavily used in Paul Thomas Anderson films as Mr. Bookman. Uh, yes, right. And he's, well, the other one that's fan- amazing. Just I quick. just, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, well, maybe oh. that's your thing, Seinfeld. <laughs> you and your good time buddies. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you guys, he shoots from the hip with his hand. He goes, what do you call him, Joy Boy? He goes, listen to me, Joy, Joy Boy. Boy. Joy Boy. Can't a kid read a book without getting his mind warped? Uh, maybe that's maybe, and wee wees. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's what you're into, Seinfeld. Maybe that's what you like. Oh, he's great, man. So here's he the big, here's another here's the other big news that's movie related for the kid. I've been seeing a young lady. Uh, Wait, what? I think I told you that I met her uh, at the uh, at this stand up New York show in Central Park. Yep. I go, hey, I met a I met a young lady the other day. We hit it off. We had a really good connection, and then I didn't hear from her for a month. And of course, you were bugging out about it. And uh, you know me, I, yeah. I I tend to remain calm and cool and collected during these things. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, very. Yeah, you're. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're James hey, Bond. She hit me up when she hits me up. No big thing, baby. Yeah, th- yeah. Fuck you. Get out of here. <laughs> You're like a you're like a nervous squirrel. Well, to be honest, I kind of just assumed it was done and didn't really actually yeah. think about it. Yeah. And uh, about a week and a half ago, she uh, hit me up and was very kind of. She was like, "Hey, so uh, is a month too long to check in with somebody?" Whoa! And I was like, "Not at all." So we actually uh, met up and went on our first date that afternoon. She happened to be in Astoria. And uh, we've been seeing a lot of each other since then. No way! Absolutely. And a large part of our hanging out is I'm showing her my favorite movies for the first time, which I love doing. So, so I what, showed, what have you shown her so far? I showed her Network. Blew her mind. I showed her Jaws. Blew her mind. I showed her Fargo last night. She hadn't... Was she not a movie person at all? She is. She's an actress. She works in the film industry. I go, yeah, you got to... This is required viewing 101. Oh, my God, so yeah. I, she's getting a good education from the kid over here. But so far, we've watched Fargo, Jaws, and Network. 
I'm so, showing her so the hits, baby. See, I love the, the hope in this because this was like an instant clicking. Instant clicking. Yeah, instant clicker. Um, that's So I can't believe she's an actress and she hasn't been watching any movies? Yeah, I mean, they, you get people like that sometimes. They go, I'd rather work on my own thing and not get influenced by other stuff, but... This is also the perfect, perfect thing to do, is like, especially right now with Corona. Is like, it's let's perfect. just watch a movie. And it's so fun for me showing these movies to people for the first time, but God, do I have to bite my tongue and not say every single line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Don't be that guy. You can't yeah, be that no, guy. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Sometimes I'll say a line 10 minutes ahead of it before it comes. i got to keep your ears open. For but that. you know what's so funny about that? That's only when you're watching it with a woman. Yeah, because because oh, with your buddies. somebody with your buddies who gives a fuck, yeah, whatever. But uh, when it comes to heart, you don't want to be the guy who's like, exactly. Man, I know Jaws. I know <laughs> yeah. if I heart. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sign. We ended Fargo last night. Seinfeld came on. I was saying three lines. She goes, "How do you have a memory for these things?" I go, "I've seen these things purely out of repetition. I've about, watched all these things hundreds of times." Well, it's funny. You just brought something else up, too. Uh, how, what did you think of Fargo, first of all? So I asked her last night. I go, out of the three we've watched so far, Network, Fargo, and Jaws, what did you like the best? And she goes, they were all so great. I loved them all in their own way. I go, that's a great answer. <laughs> great answer. Give me a fuck. Don't be diplomatic about it. So she goes, so she thinks she liked Network the best. Okay, okay. And but, I mean, but, it's hard. You can't. Anything she said was going to be a good answer, but I mean, network is a powerhouse. You know, network is emotional, forceful. You know, Jaws in its own way is a little bit lighter. It's the summer. It's the beach. You know, yeah, it's a yeah. little more and then, and then whimsical, if that makes sense. Fargo is dark, and Fargo is dark, but Fargo is also darkly funny. Do you know what yes. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So well, you know, it's funny. It's funny you said that you did that because I watched the TV show Fargo season two. Oh, it's like, great. Every like season is great. Uh, it's and, so good. Uh, I think season two is my favorite one out of the three. It's, well, it is, most, most people love it. I was talking to St. Germain about it. He's like, it's one of the best seasons of television I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's true. It's, it's, it's so original and out there. Even like, it's so funny because it's based off Fargo the movie, but the things they throw into it and the acting's really good and, it's, and the way it's written, it's almost like, it's almost Shakespearean at certain points. Yeah. Like, it's almost like they're, or, or David Mamanish of, of, of that, that like certain, it has its own vernacular, the, the whole, Absolutely. the whole, the whole season, you know? And it is fun to see them throw in little movie Fargo Easter eggs. Yeah. They even say lines in it. They yeah, say, exactly. there's a some line. Are, some says, are more subtle than others. Uh, there's one that's pretty dead on. It was, Oh, what, what I was down there by the lake, something about the lake. And he goes, yeah. oh, going crazy out there by the lake. Crazy out there by the lake. That's it. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. But but it's also it's tied into the first season of the show, and the first season of the show is tied into the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first season was great too. I loved it. I loved Martin Freeman. Really, really good TV. And I believe season four comes out finally September fourth. So I think yeah. we're gonna get some uh, good Chris new Ro TV. Chris Rock is in it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Not the biggest. I uh, don't think Chris Rock is the greatest actor. I'll go nah, out and say it. He stinks. <laughs> I'm going to do it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get back to Chris Rock. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you hear what Fiori said? Yeah, 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 exactly. No, he stinks. He fucking, he's an amazing comic. He's a legendary comic. But he, but 
his acting. That's I think that's kind of been his mo for a while. You know? Yeah, that's true. And also, I say this knowing, like, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying he'll be fine. Like Chris Rock is fine. <laughs> yeah, I can say okay. you're not a great. If you're not a great actor, you're not a great actor. What can I tell you? You know? No, that's true. But uh, I, I think, and I have high hopes because the previous three seasons were fantastic. Well, uh, even the even the, the third one, because I heard that's not as good as the second, obviously. But I. Remind me which one? Who was the main That's people? The e- Ewan McGregor one. Uh, when Elizabeth Winstead. I think so. Yeah. Uh, what was the one with Kirsten Dunst? Was that season three? That was two. That was. Two. Oh yeah. Then okay. The two is the best one. Yeah. Yeah. She's 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 great in it. She does the she does the jobs. It's probably it's definitely. She, the best I thought thing she should have won the Emmy for it, man. I thought best she was thing, fantastic. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, best thing she's done. Definitely. I'll tell you this much: September fourth is going to be a big day because you might have been interested in this. Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two being reissued on PlayStation Four, and, and I, I don't have PlayStation Four. Fucking wait! <laughs> it might be across all formats, but oh my god! I am so excited because I killed hours and brain cells of my life on Tony Hawk Pro Skater One when I was in college. We would get high and I would play for hours, it's and I a became a fucking expert. It's I was really master level. I loved it so much. And I can't wait for the reboot. I'm getting the reboot. I'm getting it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get I'm gonna it there for Xbox. I have Xbox. Yeah, I think it might be across all the platforms. Oh, also, I didn't tell you this. I found uh, this. I thought these were lost forever, and it adds to my Dutch persona. Dutch got some some glasses here. Whoa, oh, baby! Look at these. You look Dutch like one of the. <laughs> you got a little Blues Brothers thing going on right now. <laughs> I like it. Shawnee pulled out the Ray-Bans, obviously. Ray, I got the Ray-Bans on. Um, now I'm a sunglasses guy now. Very I think you have to be... Look, and also, when I Hold first on. got them, my head was bigger, but now they actually fit my head a little bit better than they, than they did. Now they're not as bad as they were. All right, oh, here we go. That's the whole sunglasses <laughs> episode. I'm going to do a I screen think, grab. I think, have you always been... I'm not, I've never been a sunglasses guy, but now I'm a sunglasses guy. Oh, buddy. Guy. I loved being a sunglasses guy my whole life. When I got to high school and I got my license, I got a pair of driving shades. I thought I was the coolest kid on earth. And then what happened was my eyes started to deteriorate around after college, and I just couldn't wear regular sunglasses anymore because uh, I needed the prescription lenses. So I finally, a couple years ago, spent the money, got some prescription sunglasses lenses, and life is just tenfold better with sunglasses. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I. Uh, I don't think these look that bad, right? No, I'm sorry, I'm doing a, the cool a visual gag for the for the for the. Well, podcast, we're gonna. I took a screen grab. We're gonna tweet this out when we promote the show tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, that is Dutch and their cool breeze in the element. Well, but, tell you, the other thing movie related that I wanted to talk about is I last night uh, bought it because it was only five bucks and then rewatched it. Uh, Truman Show. Oh really? When was the last time you saw it? Maybe, maybe five years ago. <laughs> that sounded like a slide was. You're like maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe five years ago. But I, uh, yeah, okay. I ate, I ate an edible. Not that it's not that it's a trippy movie or anything, but ate an edible and watched uh, watched kind of Truman movie. Show with my roommate, and then uh, and then watched uh, Ultimate Tag, the video game. But but Truman Show, <laughs> it is it is like. I always wonder, man. It's like I guess there could have been things. It didn't have to be Jim Carrey, but he did a good job. I like, agree. Yeah, it's probably the best. Dram- no, no, no. I'm sorry. The best dramatic thing he did was Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. 
Yeah, I'm, probably right. When you say, if you put those I up against each other, I between those two. I I I like Truman Show better, but I know you're an Eternal Sunshine guy. <sighs> I'm definitely an Eternal Sunshine guy, but Truman Show, but it's, that's such a different movie. I think but, he was cast very perfectly in Truman Show because he has that almost robotic way. Yeah, does that make sense? Oh, like the like a, like like the, like 1950s guy. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. You know, I thought about this the other day. It was uh. When it, if you say something that's pretty stupid, but as long as you qualify it on the end with go, does that make sense? People will then pity you and they'll go, yeah, yeah, I, I guess it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, like, like uh, do, you know many, do you know how many times I've been at like a, like a bullshit comedy show and I'm totally. on stage and at the end I tell something and I go, is that funny? Is that a funny? <laughs> <laughs> But you're right. People just go, yeah, yeah, you're right. Because I, and I, I gotta tell you, Andy, what you just described, I do it and I fall for it when they tell me it makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. I said something dumb the other day. I was like, you know, the, the, the media is putting more fear into, uh, the belief of COVID than the, the disease itself is hurting people. Does that make sense? (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, in a way. Yeah, sure. Yeah. There's definitely not hundreds of thousands of people that died from it. That definitely didn't happen. But I stand by my statement. Anywho. (laughs) um, So guess what? uh, Guess what I did again? Um, What's that? If the uh, dimwits remember the day of our road trip, I don't know if we told anybody this. But I called you up in a panic. I go, hey, my car is gone. My car yeah. has just yeah. been towed, been moved off my street. And turns out that they were just doing some construction work, or it was after the hurricane that hit New York. They were. And I think we talked about it, and we, I told everybody, you thought this was the greatest story in the history of stories. We well, went on the road trip. You told every person we met that we, that we met up with, you're like, hey, I, you wouldn't believe it. I thought my car was gone. <laughs> Turns out they moved it because of the the storm. What was it? Because the storm or something? Yeah, it was. All the trees were knocked down. Well, so the other day they were paving yeah, yeah, yeah. the ice okay. again, and I wake up and I go, well, car's gone. <laughs> Wait, and you thought once again it was towed? No. Here's the difference this time. I went out and I saw signs actually posted. It says, call 311 to locate your police precinct in your neighborhood to locate your car. So I went, ah, Jesus H. Christ. So I came back inside. I called 311. That was 45 minutes of on hold. I finally got in touch with the precinct. They go, we don't have any record of your car or license number in the system at any of our impound lots. I went, well, GM Chrysler, what the fuck is going on here? So I remembered to the last time it happened. I walked out. I found the foreman. Who's a you know construction guys are scary guys. I don't want to bother them when they're eating their sandwiches. No way. You know, and mm-hmm. so I go. I said, Hey man, I'm really sorry, but do you know if these cars were uh, moved to a lot or anything? He goes, Yeah, we moved them around the corner. And I go, Right, I forgot. So he goes, What's your car? I give him the make and model number. He gives me. He goes, Twenty three twenty, Twenty third Avenue. Now, if you know Astoria. That number does make sense, but I put it into Google Maps exactly as he gave it to me. And I go, oh, it's up near QED, which is a comedy venue. But it's about six blocks up from my house. So I go, all right, I'll walk over. It's like a 10-minute walk. No big deal. But I get up there, and I see the other cars with the uh, sign that said, this car was relocated. Please do not take it. We've done this as the Department of Transportation in New York City. I don't see my car. So I'm starting to freak out again. I do laps around the block. I walk back. I go, I don't want to ask this guy another question again. 
So I go up to him. I go, sorry, sir. I know you're eating potato chips, and uh, I'm an idiot. Can you just maybe double-check the address for me? He goes, yeah, 2320, 23rd Avenue. I go, man, I didn't see it over there. And in my head, I did see another gray Hyundai up there. I go, I wonder if they fucked up the license plate. And he moved my car, but we're never going to know because he gave him the wrong information. Oh, yeah. So I walk all the way back again. I don't see it again. And then I finally have that moment of clarity. I go, wait a second, 2320? This just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense to cross street. So I started walking down in the numbers. I finally hit Crescent and then 24th Street. And then literally at the end of my block, Shawnee, there's my car. I walked by it like three times. Because <laughs> I just because I just relied on Google Maps like a dope that I am relied on technology and didn't just look at the street numbers. You know what I mean? And it was right at the end of your block. Right. It couldn't have been closer. <laughs> so I have well, you know I, what? I, here's I the thing, again. When, no, no. Here's the thing. When stuff like that happens, why, why would you, you we would never think, oh, it's out of that spot. and They just moved it down at the end of the like you you're like you're in you're almost not in panic mode but you're in like oh shit i gotta deal with the city now mode totally and exactly not, i go uh-huh, no i don't have to deal with the bureaucracy of everything and then you're thinking it's like a murphy's law thing where you're like there's no way it's going to be even more convenient for me like that's not exactly happen. totally yeah and, and they didn't know they didn't do that on purpose either so they just they put it there because that's where the spot was they weren't like hey let's help andy out <laughs> but isn't that a weird thing it's like so wait so these guys just move all these cars off of new york city street maybe 50 100 cars and just find them legal parking spots i don't know how they do this it still kind of blows my mind <laughs> i don't know how they do it either it must be i don't know maybe because it's early in the morning and there's they have big stretches of spots and yeah or they or they, yeah, they so. might do a thing where if they if they know enough in advance they t- say no parking this day and then they have the, they bring exactly. the cars to where yeah. the no parking was yeah, yeah. They have, have you ever they, uh have you ever had a car stolen or uh, had any? Well, I, I I never told that story on the podcast. We had both when I was a kid. We had both. I never had a car of mine stolen, but I have a, also. I only had a, a car when I was married for like three years, and besides that, I had a car like ten years before that. Yeah. But um, when I was a kid, both of our cars got stolen. Jesus. And in the matter of the, in the matter of like two days, like it was like it was two days. And one of them was in the parking lot of OTB where my dad was, and he got out and the car <laughs> right. was gone. That this story makes a little more sense. Yeah, and then the, but but here's the thing: the next day, where all we, we they already did the police thing with the car and 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 it had just put in, or maybe it was the same. It might have been the same day, dude. It might have been the same. That I remember it being like this unbelievable thing of like, what the fuck. So the, the the same day we're eating like dinner or something and there's a knock at the door and it's the cops and uh, they inform my mom they go oh your car's been stolen she goes yeah I know the the Buick was stolen she goes no the the, the the Caprice Classic station wagon was stolen and then she goes no it's right here and she points to the driveway and it's gone the oh, other car God. was stolen out of our driveway and used to rob a King Cullen supermarket about three blocks from my house. <laughs> This is such a this song. This story is so Long Island. It's funny, it's funny. <laughs> OTB so, King yeah. Colin. So they had we had we had like no cars for like, like whatever it was a week or two because the one was impounded and used as evidence and then uh, we didn't get that oh, back right. for a while. And then the OTB one. We didn't find the credence. But <laughs> leads and then but but uh, guys working in shifts. <laughs> but the OTB one. 
that was found like a while later, all destroyed. So we had to get, my dad had to get it fixed up. So I think he had like, I guess rent a car for a couple of weeks or whatever it was. Yeah. But. Well, sometimes the vagrants use it as a bathroom and then move on. <laughs> Dirty Mike and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it, it made me think of, uh, to go back to Villanova where I took you, uh, to Fedigan Hall. That's the true. end of our freshman year outside of that building. We were all done with exams and we were like partying on our last night of freshman year of college before we all went home. And, uh, Domino's was running like a $5 large pie deal for uh, the college student with the college ID or whatever. So this one delivery guy had been at our dorm like 15 times that night, just delivering pie after pie. Cause you give a deal like that to broke college kids. They're going to take advantage of it. You know of what I course. mean? So as the night wears on, uh, let's just say the marijuana and the beers are starting to kick in. I'm up on the third floor in my beavers uh, in my buddy beavers room. And we're kind of hanging out the window, looking down on the courtyard, and we see the Domino's delivery guy pull up his car again. He, he brings his hot bag out. He goes inside to make a delivery, and we see this kid. I don't know his name. He's all drunk. He gets in the Domino's Oh, guy. yeah. You told the story already. Oh, I did? Yeah, and he stole the car? He stole the car and drove off. And it was like... At the time, it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen because I, the guy I, came I, out and went berserk. I can, I'm sorry. I can't remember if you told it on the podcast or not. That's I why think I, I told you, but, and I don't think I told oh, it on the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't Apologies mean to, if I repeated myself, but it was one of the funniest things I ever saw. I would have died. I would have fucking died. I almost thing. fell out the window. It was so goddamn funny. But, man, I've also, luckily... That's, uh, the age, that's the age you can get away with shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um... So yeah, I've never, I've been lucky. Uh, I never had cars stolen from me. Uh, uh, but I did one time when I was a junior in college, we were watching TV in our off campus house and we got a little baked and we had a kitchen in the back, living room, at, or like a sitting room and then our living room with the other TV in. And the kitchen was dark, had a door that went out to the backyard and we parked cars back there. Now, I was watching TV and I'm a little high and I kind of hear something and I go, Hey, anybody else hear anything in the kitchen? And everybody's like, no. And I went, yeah, you're right. It's just me. And then I hear something else and I go, you guys didn't hear that. They're like, no, you're just high. I go, I'm going to go check it out on my own anyway. And I walk into the kitchen. I see the door to our backyard shutting behind me as I walk into the kitchen. So like there was a guy shutting, leaving our house, shutting the door. I put my. That's foot, a fuck. Get out of here. Yeah, I put my foot in the door jam, and I stop. I go, excuse me, can I help you? How white was I? I go, excuse me, excuse me, sir. May I what help you, you? What do you think you're doing? And it was just, and it was this dude. He was like, oh shit, man. I thought uh, Tommy lived here. I go, nobody by Tommy lives here. I go, uh, are you sure you got the right house? Like I'm kind of high, and the other thing in my head is that the seniors who lived there before us used to deal weed out of that house. Oh! And I go, you know what? I bet he's here looking for one of those guys trying to buy weed. Probably, so, yeah. It was like a younger guy, too. So I was yeah, just like, so it was a college student, probably. And I go, oh, he's probably just fucking uh, trying to score some weed off uh, the guys who used to live here and just didn't realize they had moved. So I yeah. go, no, nah, man, there's no time here. He's like, oh, I'm really sorry, man. I, I didn't mean to bother you. I didn't mean to freak you guys out. I, I just thought I'd, I'd come in. And I was like, you know, I'm like, nah, no big deal, bro. <laughs> yeah, because you're all fucked up. 
So we go to bed at about seven in the morning. My buddy Brendan, my roommate, wakes me up. He goes, dude, my fucking car's gone. That guy. No way. That guy took his keys. That guy walked in. Brendan's car keys were on the kitchen table, grabbed his car keys, came back, got caught by me, left, and then was able to come back and still steal Brendan's car. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Holy shit. The guy got caught red-handed, and I let him go. (laughs) Did you you ever see that guy again? No. No, I couldn't have described it. It was A, it was dark, you know, and uh, I couldn't have given a fucking description. The cops came. We had to, like, hide all our bongs and shit. There's fucking beers everywhere. Right. The and cops they, are questioning us. I go, yeah, just I saw this guy. It was dark. I didn't. I couldn't get a good look at him. He just said he knew somebody was here, and they go, you're a fucking idiot. This guy was robbing you. <laughs> I go, yeah, yeah, it makes sense now that you say it out loud. I, I am seeing now that's more of a <laughs> now in the light of day officer i see <laughs> yeah, that kind of now that i'm sober it, it really the story checks out and Holy it worked shit. out for my buddy brendan he got like a brand new car from the insurance but uh quite a quite a story that he got i actually caught a guy and he was still able to pull off a successful robbery yeah did you ever did you have to like testify or anything or like give a deposition from the insurance company or anything like that no never uh, had to do any of that i think they just <laughs> they reported the car stolen he got like insurance money and got a new car out of it he actually was like yeah it kind of worked out good for me he got like an Acura or something yeah that does that does that's it's funny when that happens because people are like yeah it's actually for the best because now i get a new a new uh fucking whip yeah, when my last car got smashed up outside my, uh, I was parked outside right here in Astoria. I woke up to my car got smashed overnight, and uh, I got the new uh, Hyundai out of it. From the have insurance. you ever gotten in a uh, an, an accident? Knock on wood. Knock on whatever. Knock on wood. I have gotten in one, not really bad one though. I was in junior in high school, and I just kind of slid. It was a very steep, middle of winter, icy road, and I just kind of slid off up on the curb. And I hit a tree, but so lightly, like the airbags didn't even deploy. Yeah, it yeah. Kind of yeah. fucked up the front of my bumper, but that's really it. I've never been in a high speed, thank God, like a really bad one. I've known I was people in... who have died, unfortunately, you know, like. Oh, yeah. But no, I've been very lucky. I was in one where I was trying to make a left onto the side street off Hempstead Turnpike in Long Island, and there was a van coming. And it was one of those things. Oh, I'm sorry, not no. It was it was was it at a light? Yeah, it was at a light, but it was like a side street light. It wasn't a busy light. Yeah. And this, this van was coming, and then I see them. I saw them. Uh, they were slowing down. So I, I, I guess I guess the accident was technically my fault because I started to go, but they were slowing down for the light. So I I I jumped the gun. Right. I, the, the vibe of it was they were slowing down. They were going to stop, and I yeah yeah zoom. I, and I, and also the thing about it is, is I didn't go fully. I went further out. I went, yeah. I went further out to my left because I thought they were slowing down. I didn't make the turn. I didn't make the turn at all. So then what happens is the last minute, the guy that starts to decides to haul ass and he speeds up and he slams right into me <laughs> uh, because I was just like in the lane. I was like, it was like, as I was going, yeah. I was like waiting for the change so I could go. You know, Jeez, Louise. I'm glad you're all and, right, buddy. Oh yeah, yeah, but I was just like front end damage. The airbag did go off, but I was, it, it, I didn't get any like like a concussion or anything. But I did. It, I felt so weird about it. Like I was, so, like you got like a nervous feeling in your stomach that all these people stopped and like you were right, you were right. Like they were, we were figuring it out. The other guy had like no insurance, of course, you know whatever it was. Right, right. But then, uh, but then at one point I'm sitting there and everybody's like cleaning up 
like stuff that from the crash, like they're like helping clean up stuff. And I was like, I felt so guilty. I'm like, let me help you. <laughs> and they're like, no, you might be hurt. Like just fucking sit down. Right. And the cops came and like, sorry, I didn't know friendliness was a uh, concussion symptom. Yeah, exactly. And then I, but I think the guy, I think what happened was the guy didn't want to go to the cops cause he had no fucking insurance. Sure, That's why sure. I got away with it just going through my insurance. And there was like a no fault thing because they didn't want to have to, deal with it, I guess, and that kind yeah. of thing, you know? So, yep. so actually, I remember it. I don't think it affected my license or anything. I think it was actually not that bad. That's good. Yeah. I got caught on the old uh, New York City cameras a couple weeks ago. Apparently, I was doing 39 and a 25. In a oh, really? Zone. And here's the thing. They don't tell you. They just mail you the ticket. You just get caught on yeah. the camera. Yeah. And you go, they, you, but you want to go, how do I know you're telling the truth? It's a kid. Because they have the radar. Yeah. Was it 21st Street in Queens? Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. That, I didn't know. I didn't know until recently that was a 25 mile per hour road. Yeah. It, but it was my, a sister, my sister was driving on and I'm like, you can speed up. She's like, I can't. It's 25. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I, like, I never obliged those in New York City anyway, really. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then they'll, that's what, now I know you. where it is. That's how they get you. I know, but luckily it was a no points ticket, which I thought was very weird, but very thankful that it's not. So, yeah, you know, I, dude, I've been great. I haven't had a uh, knock on wood. Uh, I haven't gotten a ticket in a really long time. I've had a very clean license Ooh, that's for the past good. couple of years. But well, uh, before we get out of here, I did watch one thing this week other than the movies I had already mentioned. One thing new for me uh, was Midway. World War Two map. Oh, uh, how was it? I remember Battle Midway. The, I loved the ad, it. The ad campaign was like really chintzy for that. It was, but the movie it was just a solid World War Two movie about a battle I didn't really know that much about. And you know, I love the World War Two stuff from my dad all the way on down to like the Quint, the USS Indianapolis from Jaws. I just love World War Two stuff. And really strong cast, really great story uh, overall. Good war flick. Highly recommended. Fiori's five star flick of the week. Five, Fiori's five star flick of the week. That's, yeah, that that is f f f f f f f f. It's that's a new. Oh my god, dude, we're doing that every week. Do you have a for today? Do you have a Andy? And here's Andy with. Thanks first. Um. Yeah, but also we should tell people, uh, like we always say, subscribe, rate, uh, review, rate, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Absolutely. Tell your friends about the podcast and the news that we have that we've been teasing for 15 years, even though the podcast (laughs) has only been around for a couple of years, um, is, is very, very soon this announcement's happening. Yeah, within like two weeks. So, we're so, within two weeks, we're so excited about it. We we can't tell you. Let's just say contracts are signed. Yes, and you can say that. There's a move on the horizon, not really even a move, but just a, a, a thing to go along with the rebranding, and it's only going to be for the benefit of Mr. Kite. Uh, no, it's going to be for the, <laughs> for the benefit of everybody, and we appreciate all the defenders slash dimwits out there for sticking with us. You guys are the meat and potatoes of the podcast. Yes, really. which we, didn't, we haven't said it. We haven't done the meats episodes. and the pizza in a while. Yeah, and I, I don't know if people know this, but Andy, he has a show every uh, every Thursday on Raw Dog 99 on Sirius Satellite Radio. It's called The Raw Report. That is true. Uh, you should definitely check that out. Please do. This week we actually had a uh, Rachel Lee Cook uh, from oh, She's All That, a little yeah. throwback actress. She's got a new That's movie the one coming that out. They, everybody said that 
oh, she's ugly with glasses and she takes them off and she's yeah, and she's <laughs> that's so that's the joke of the in in whatever that is date movie where they like to like yeah she's so ugly and then she takes the glasses off and like oh my god you know, right. And you can check Sean Donnelly's show out. Uh, it's also on the Raw Dog uh, station on Sirius XM. It is called Celebrate. Very funny shows every Wednesday at 3 p.m., I believe. At, uh, at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Both yeah. shows at 4. And then you can also, we just had uh, Pat McGann, who has a new special out, super funny comic from Chicago. And then also Michael Kostroff. And if you know me, you know Ooh. I love The Wire. And he oh, played yeah. Maury Levy in The Wire, and he could not have been a better guest. He was amazing. Nice. So we it already aired, but it's on the app right now. So if you check out go the series, download app, it. Go to always... Celebrate, and then also follow it's uh, um, Celebrate Serious on uh, Instagram. Follow us the, at the DYM Podcast on yep. Instagram. Well, you're going to see a lot more stuff up there uh, very, very soon. Uh, it's, and, it's, a, it's, a new, it's a new day. It's a new awakening. It's a re, it's a, the branding continues, my it's friend. It's a new age. It's a new life, as uh, somebody said. Uh, and uh, <laughs> you can follow me at Andy Fiore, A-N-D-Y-F-I-O-R-I. And if you're listening to this on Friday or even Saturday afternoon and you're in the New Jersey area, specifically northern New Jersey, specifically er. Morris Plains, New Jersey. I'll be headlining at Tiff's Comedy. It's in Morris Plains. It's my. It's as close to a hometown show as I'm going to get other than being in Morristown, New Jersey. It's at 8.30 Saturday night. It's outside. It's a whole safe social distance thing. Fingers crossed the weather is going to hold out. Even if it doesn't, I believe it's a whole covered deal anyway. So you can get your tickets at Tiff's, T-I-F-F-S, comedy.com, Tiff's Comedy.com. I would love to uh, sell this thing out and have a great, uh, fun night with the uh, the Jersey Dimwits and the hometown heroes. Sean. Yeah, if you're a, if you're a Dimwit, go go up and tell Andy because I, I I'm just dying for that conversation to happen where like Andy's in the middle of talking to somebody else and somebody walks up and goes, Andy, I'm a Dimwit. <laughs> <laughs> well, and another shout out to uh, number one Dimwit, Dimwit Dan Sweeney. He uh, he texted us. He loved this shout out and he he christened himself Dimwit Dan. I love it. <laughs> He could be if you, if you ever talk about Dan from now on, you have to refer to him as Dimwit Dan. Yeah, and if you're in New York City, go check Dimwit Dan's bar out, 11th Street Bar in the East Village. They got an outdoor setup. Tell him you're a Dimwit, and maybe I'll give you a drink for free. Absolutely, They're completely unendorsed, but maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll work. You never know. <laughs> Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. And like I said, lots, lots of big news coming. And thank you so much for following us and, 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 and enjoying the show and being a dimwit, uh, for, dimwit, aka former defender. And we will see you, uh, next week. Thank you guys. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.